There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vets as fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Hello, and welcome back to your favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. What you doing? A Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. I'm here. I'm Navi, and I'm here with uh, an inebriated Will Davis, and uh, kind of acting like he's inebriated, even though he's not Felipe Shimon. How's it going? That's just my personality. Are you saying ADHD? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. Hello, Will. How many mimosas have you had tonight? Uh, we're on number seven-ish. Seven-ish? Oh, uh, he's still going. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've got one right here. It's in a glass that I got at a, at a sour beer festival called Fields of Funk. It's got a little worm with a bucket hat on it, like a bucket on its head. And then it's also got a little mushroom guy and a little mouse guy playing an electric guitar. Um, it, it seems uh, Navi and I took like opposite tracks of what uh what you do in after dark means now uh, he's ready where, for bed and you're right ready to get right my, mine is i i really leaned into to what you do in after hours and and navi's is more like what you do in after bedtime if i wasn't rushing to get here i probably would have grabbed a cocktail or something mm-hmm. but you know no, what but, the, but the, the the story behind this is that i wanted to host a, a breakfast for dinner party. And, no, he just and, wanted to get drunk before the podcast. I mean, it, it can be both things. I didn't know if I didn't know if I was gonna be recording tonight. This might have been the first episode that I missed. Uh, I wanted to host a breakfast for dinner party. So I invited a, a bunch of friends to come over. I made biscuits and gravy. I made French toast. I bought some stuff to make mimosas. Uh, and then fewer friends showed up than I expected. So there was a little more champagne to go around to fewer people than I expected. So that's where we're at. Mm. Recording this podcast for you. Also, I don't know if I said this, but I'm house sitting for my boss. And he said I could raid his liquor cabinet. (laughs) Navi, go do it. I'll be the sober one. I'll guide the conversation. Honestly, I'm here for it. I'm going to go grab a beer. You can get started. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, so while Navi's gone, we should inform the listeners that Navi sent us a message uh, Thursday night saying, quote, let me pull it up. Uh, I have a resume. No, I'm going to get the accurate quote before I misquote the queen. Um, red alert, red alert. I have resumed the Naruto rewatch in all caps. And then a follow up message in all lowercase. Please spell PLS. Keep me in your, you are, thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. And prayers p-r-e-y-r-s and then the hands emoji where you're praying 
Um, so Navi is resume Navi's back on her bullshit watching Naruto, and Will's back on his bullshit. Uh, I don't know, being drunk. What 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 bullshit am I back on? Please enlighten the me. mimosas. Okay, is that um, bullshit? You tell me. Well, what what was the last movie you saw in theaters? I always love hearing your movie theater updates. The last movie I saw in theaters was not Bullet Train. I have been to the movies once since then. I saw a murder mystery movie called See How They Run, starring oh, Saoirse that. Ronan and she was Sam phenomenal. Rockwell. Saoirse Ronan was was the otherwise it was of the kind movie. of a boring movie. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was it was a nice it was it was a nice hundred minute movie. It wasn't too long. No, I thought it was ninety. Yeah, yeah, it was between ninety and hundred. It was, it was, it was like, it was quick. Um, I almost fell asleep long. during it. it was a nice little romp. It had some funny stuff in it. Saoirse Ronan was was a delight. Um, <laughs> Saoirse yeah. Ronan never misses. She's usually yeah. always on point in her performance. Also, I, also, I picked up an Angry Orchard Hard Cider Crisp mm. Apple, nice. and I'm gonna uh, wait. Shh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Chris. Uh, but but more 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 importantly, are you shotgunning it, Navi? Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> uh, more importantly than than the last time I went to the movies, I have been to a concert since our last recording. I did see the wonderful Carly Rae Jepsen live yeah. again. It was a beautiful concert. I loved it. You drove seven hours, right? Well, I drove. It was it was three and a half hours each way. I I drove from Where Chapel Hill, North Carolina, to Norfolk, Virginia. Ooh, it was a, it was a very cool venue. The venue was called the Norva Theater. It, it had floor seats, but then also had a balcony up top. The place had like four bars in it. They had some some very tasty drinks there. Uh, we ate at the right next to the venue was this uh, all you can eat sushi restaurant. Uh, so we had some all you can eat sushi right before the concert. It was it was a fun time. Um, y'all, uh, I'm trying to think of what I've done in the last couple of weeks, and nothing that eventful. I think. Uh, I've seen a couple of movies since then uh, in theaters. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep at my first movie ever, and I'm so embarrassed. It feels like a sign of did you did you go see Bros or are you homophobic? I saw no, please. I saw it before it came out. Um, oh, cool. I saw it a couple of weeks early. My was uh, was that was that pun intended? No, but hey, you. Um, Bros was fine. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say it's like transcendent filmmaking. I mean, it mm-hmm. kind of is actually. In, uh, a capacity because it's the first big blockbuster film in theaters with an all LGBT cast and a gay rom sto- rom com story, but in terms of the plot itself, it was kind of mid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marry Me was the much better rom com of this year, if you're asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Fire Island? I did see Fire Island. I love Fire Island a lot more than Bros. Cool. Uh, talk about a banger! The sometimes remix that Muna did. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what was I gonna say? Oh, I saw Avatar again in theaters since the last time we chatted. I think. Uh, what else have I seen since? I've seen. Uh, I've seen Pan's Labyrinth, the re-release. Selena re-released. Wow. Um, I fell asleep during The Woman King, not because it was a bad movie, because I was just tired. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a sign. You of better life. go watch it again and pay attention. I, I will. I, if you don't, if you don't go back and watch it again and pay attention, you're problematic. I don't make the rules. I'm sorry. Uh, says the guy who hasn't seen Bros yet, and uh, he uh, probably won't because it might leave theaters next week. Ooh. It might leave theater. No, I w- I was planning on going next weekend. I had plans this weekend. It's it's uh, this. Yes. Uh, well, one of your plans was the mimosas. It could be both. 
Yes. Here's the stuff. problem about me uh, drinking before the podcast is uh, no one's going to keep us on track now. Uh, <laughs> you keep you, us on track? I feel like that's you, Navi's job. Navi's the one who well, keeps us. I, I, are you talking yeah. about? Well, now, it, now it's two on one where Navi's got to keep both of us in line and it's past her bedtime and she's tired. And I'm almost I, I'm keeping y'all on track because Yo, I gotta watch Return to Halloween Town tonight. I got plans with have me and seen, my iPad. Have you seen, oh, no, that sounds uh, weird. Have you seen Hocus Pocus 2 yet? No, I've never seen the first one. Me neither. Same. I've I'll seen come for clips us. of it. I've seen like bits and pieces. I, I know they say put a spell on you. Um, and she's like, mm-hmm. thank you. Though, I, I, I mean, it... it I do have to respect Kathleen and Jimmy. Kathleen and Jimmy. Kathleen and Jimmy is is underrated. I of course said her name wrong a second ago. I'm my my speech is not my diction is not super clear today. Your what now? The word diction, D-I-C-T-I-O-N. There's no K in that word. Uh Kathleen and Jimmy uh is also the voice of Peggy Hill on King of the Hill. So shout shouts to Kathleen and Jimmy. Navi, we just like getting a drink. Wait, I oh. need to ask Navi about the Naruto oh. rewatch and how it's re-kicked into high gear and almost put you to bed. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm like about six episodes back into the rewatch. And when I started it, I'm like, is this filler or is this canon? Because it was very boring. And then the big bad showed up and was revived. And now he's going to go and fight the five ninja presidents. Uh, and That's now- not real, is it? Yeah, well, they're called Kage, but they're basically ninja. Okay, okay, okay. Their their role is basically presidential. They're presidents of their respective ninja countries. (laughs) Is Will now going to look up the ninja president? Maybe, I might. But I'm like, but now I'm like, uh, I'm like excited now because apparently there's going to be a big old fight and it's apparently well animated from what I remember. So uh, maybe I'll stay up after this podcast and watch it and then be sorely disappointed like I usually am when I watch the show. Cool. No. Um, Anyways, shall we discuss the Phineas and the Ferb? No. No? Okay. Uh, Navi, what do you want to talk about then? Um, I think that. What do y'all sh- know about mazes? Mazes. Uh, y'all maze people. Okay. And, and what else? Um, yes, and it's a little uh, not arts and crafts. <laughs> He's bouncing, yo. He's like, we're oh, we're I playing mean, a little improv game. You're you're uh, leading Maybe us on. Maybe I'm amazed. Uh-huh. Amazing, amazed, amaze, amaze, just amaze. You're amaze. Uh, maze, maze, laser. Is that a band? Uh, they is, are they the ones who do bangerang? No, I think is that's it? oh, Skrillex says Major Laser did, did something butt. with Justin Bieber, though, right? They did Bubble Butt, Major hell yeah. Uh, they also did Lean On which is objectively a better song, but I like Bubble Butt because it's called Bubble and Butt. And Cold Water was, yeah. the, was the major now, laser. Do you know the band? Joint. Do you know the band Caro Caro Bonito? Yes. I'm Have into you heard the, the song Flamingo? Yeah. 
uh, that was the song of the summer at the summer camp I worked at four years ago. And uh, it was a trippy song. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess they're hyper pop. Is that the genre? Would you call them hyper pop? No, I'm not good at genre. I don't know what you're talking about. So, all right, shall we discuss? We've reached an impasse. We've reached. You know what we've reached? Whale is about to crash. I feel like. No, we've we've reached a dead end. We've got to check another 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 route in the maze. You know what I think this podcast is a fucking maze today. I'm sorry, folks. No, I you know what? I think this is for the best. We should just not talk about the episode today and just No, because I love the first episode. I was living my best life watching it. I was so excited to come in here and give it a yummy, yummy, yummy grade. Sorry. I digress. We can skip the second episode if you want, but the first episode I took notes on. Well, I took notes on the second episode too, and you don't. Yeah, but you don't respect yourself. You're not a narcissist like I am. True. This this is real. You (laughs) true. Yes. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Gonna let the light. (laughs) This is okay. Um... Well, what was the? Did she end with "Call Me Maybe"? No, "Call Me Maybe" was somewhere in the roughly around a third of the way through. She ended with "Cut to the Feeling." Oh, yeah, solid. Oh, I you want me to read that. you the set list? Yeah. I was going to say, I, I have a story to tell, but okay. Go ahead. I'll, while I'm pulling I met the drag queen that got eliminated by that song on RuPaul's Drag Race, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Mo Hart. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's all I was going to say. She opened with This Love Isn't Crazy. And then... I'm... I'm about to list about 25 songs. I don't know if this is good content. I don't think it is, honestly, my guy. And I said that I mean, a friend who I would love to hear that's, the set that's, that's, of the recording. That's, like, that's why I stopped one song in, because I know who this is. Like, reading out the set list to this concert is only for me. I am interested in it. You and, and uh, no one else. Uh, Kevin Doherty. Yeah. There- a hole in your bucket. If, if any, if anyone else is in the top zero point zero zero one percent of Carly Rae Jepsen listeners on Spotify, hit me up. Um, how shocked are the listeners going to be that I'm the one keeping this train on the rails this episode? Probably less shocked because I challenged you to it and said that <laughs> no one was going to keep us on the rails. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe I'm doing reverse psychology. Because I know be I won't fair, do it. I felt like I, have I was running sure a podcast know. with y'all. Because I've been talking about some serious matters lately. And I'm just uh-huh. having a good time goofing off. But I was like excited. I literally was so happy watching this first episode last night. I Me too. Tell you. I thought I it was, was good. Cheesing. Um, also, I did have a thought. So before we get into the recap of the episode, do you think the writers of Phineas and Ferb just had a list of all these different ideas of rooms that they could create? Because we've seen a, quite a number of these episodes where they build like, this giant maze or this giant like obstacle course mm. indoors with all these different kind of rooms or the yeah. the tree house and the, the skyscraper house, the, and... the Thaddeus and Thor episode mm-hmm. uh, the one a couple of weeks ago where they sang the the episode that YouTube talked about that I wasn't here the for. tower to the moon yeah yeah so think... I I I wanna I, w- I would love to pitch a dumb room okay do it think about it that's your assignment for the end of the episode um mimosa room wait that's just what that's the room i'm in currently um 
what about a room that's just all gummy worms? Gummy mm, worm room? Is it like a bouncy gummy worm and you can like jump on it? That's like... kind of what I was thinking. But like like they go in and they think it's snakes. Did any of you ever play Chick Flick on Mini Clip? I'm sorry, what? It was a game about well, I know I know mini squirrels. I know mini clip. I don't know this. It's thing. a game about these two squirrels walking back and forth to the trampoline and you have to get chicks in a basket. And there was one room that was like the the jelly bean room where you like it was like full of gummy candies and then there was also the ice cream room and the chickens would get stuck there. Um I'll try to find a video of it. Mini clip chick flip. Navi, did you ever play this game? This feels like a game you might know. I have no idea what you're talking here, share screen. Let me share screen, William. Yes. Uh, advanced sharing option. All per- there you go. You've got it. Running like Naruto. All right. This game. Doesn't ring about. You have to get the chicken into the basket. This is great for an uh, audio podcast. And then, so here's the mm-hmm. Egypt themed room where then you would hit these cinder blocks. Um, and then this is, was this the room I was thinking about? No, this is another one. But yeah, so you have to get the ki- uh, the chickens in the basket. Um, oh, here's the gummy room. Or I guess it's the ice cream room. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, they also had a game called Boom Boom Volleyball, which was a lot uh, more sexual. It was about these beach volleyball players in bikinis and you had to play volleyball with a bomb. I'm I'm uh, I'm intrigued now. Please share screen. Navi, Navi heard anime titties and she's all in. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And these are big old bitties. See, so then and then you play volleyball with the bomb. The pro. Whoa! What the hell is even that? What? Those are, oh well, this is not what. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's 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 not look at the censor the uncensored version of this game, and let's talk about the children's cartoon that we were. I didn't know there was a topless version. I'm so sad that you there know, is. If you want to, if you want to find it, game. go find it. No, it's still look not like as like, risque as uh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. If you remember, have we that. talked about Mario's booty yet? What booty? Exactly. Not in but the trailer. Navi, so Will started this podcast early because he was like, we need to talk about King Bob. So Navi, talk about your elimination stance. Oh, no, I said if we were going to talk about King Bob. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm not the one who's drunk. I pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember. No, well, well you, 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 I think you phrased it differently than my intention. My intention was that if we're going to talk about King Bob, then we need to be recording it. All right, so I guess for background, I watched all of the Illumination films that have been released up to date because they're the studio that are working on the new Mario movie, which I'm intrigued with the Mario movie, but I've never been into the Illumination movies. I'm like, I'll sure I'll try them out. And I pretty much hated all of them except for Despicable Me and Despicable Me is fine. And Felipe took offense Mm -hmm. to my stance on that. Yeah, no, because uh, the Minions movie is perfection. King Bob is an icon, and we should get him on uh, most iconic characters of the list 2022 because of Despicable Me 2. Not as iconic as Elmo was this year or Bruno, but probably third animated character to hit the top. Not to to go on another tangent, 
Did you see the Elmo TikTok I sent you both earlier today? No. I have not been on TikTok today. There no. was there was someone who was like, my friends are on shrooms, so I'm doing my Elmo impersonation to them, and it's terrifying them. So they <laughs> were, they were just doing an Elmo that. impersonation, and their friends were getting scared. I need to go find people to, uh, that are on shrooms, and I'll just walk by them and be like, I'm very proud of you, everybody. Um, I can start talking about, I, I should keep talking about Elmo on tours because he did a PSA about uh, red hair on Conan um, uh, in one of, in the Gilmore Girls gazebo. But listen, how long do you think we've been recording for? Like at least 20 minutes, right? Yeah, everyone's probably checked out of this one, huh? No, I really, Giovanni I really, is a strong really, homie. Uh, he'll probably be here, but he, he'll really probably message one of us and be like, yo, y'all were off the rails. Yeah, we almost recorded but, this podcast without me, and and now it's feeling like maybe we should have. <laughs> no, listen, this is gonna be in our clip show, best of the year. We need some content because I don't know what to include otherwise. Um, but let's talk about the episode. So, Phineas, we oh to? wait, we're gonna talk about my episode. You can do whatever you want with your episode, Navi. Um, but uh, this is season two, episode two thirty four A, broadcast episode one hundred four, story by Jennifer Keen. Um, and directed by Zach Moncrief. So, wow, getting all of the credits yes, today. The Disney Channel US premiere was October 1st, 2010. The Disney Channel Disney XD US premiere was October 23rd, 2010. And the international debut was on Disney Channel Latin America on July 22nd, 2010. So it's been uh, 12 years since this episode came out. Did we always do this? No, I did it one time when you weren't he, here. He did it another time when you were gone. And I also said, have we always done this? Or have think, we ever done this? I think it's like, I don't know. I like it. You can watch this episode on Disney Plus if you want to watch along with the podcast also. Or uh, if you want to not pay Disney, I can You can ask Navi for some links. Yeah. But um, you might get some viruses and or anime titties. Yeah. Yes to anime Is that titties. the hashtag? Yes. I think it's I I think we gotta find a more specific hashtag because that one's gonna be flooded. For anime yiddies. <laughs> that got me off guard. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. So anyways. Uh speaking of no. Mm-mm. Uh Phineas and Ferber eating cereal. You don't in the wanna kitchen. you don't wanna segue from anime anime titties back to Phineas. I was and gonna make a milk joke because they're eating cereal. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he notices the easy maze on the back of the cereal box for Corny to get out of. Uh, and he said, Phineas was like, if I was Corny, I'd want a bigger challenge, right? So then he's like, oh, we don't have any good puzzles or mazes anymore. So he's Speaking like, of Corny, did you watch th- Abbott Elementary this week? I'm sorry. I have not let, seen this let's, week's episode. Let's, let's skip and not let me derail this again. No. We're, we're well, I actually haven't seen it yet, so no okay. spoilies. Uh, generally I like to watch, uh, but I haven't even seen the first 10 minutes of the Sweet Survivor. I joined in the middle because uh, I got home late getting my Poke Bowl. Um, so uh, Ooh, things uh, mazes should be a what? What 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 do you have in the Poke Bowl? Okay, so I go to Poke Rainbow and I get uh, they used to have soba noodles there, and now I'm so sad because they no longer have, they discontinued the soba noodles, and soon they're going to discontinue the the stamp card where you get 10 Poke Bowls, you get the next one free. And now they're going to discontinue that next year. But anyways, we digress. I got. Speaking of, uh, uh, can I? Uh, uh, no. Okay. Can I finish I my Pokeball order first? No, I was just going to shout out a really funny joke I saw on Twitter. <laughs> it was punch card related. 
No, I was uh, uh, Dan Sinensky tweeted out a picture of his uh, vaccine card when he got his fourth vaccine, and he's like, "Well, the next the one's free." Speak? Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Shout out, um, no dice but yeah. Dan. So, uh, white rice, and then I get uh, if I get a small, then I get two scoops of salmon sashimi. If I get a medium, get two salmon, one tuna. Then I put crab salad and seaweed salad. And recently, I've been having them mix it all in together, as opposed to just like do chunks on each side, which chef's kiss uh and then also uh i get pineapples edamame and uh crispy onions and like whatever sauce i'm feeling on the night it's very similar to to the the pokeballs i would regularly get mm -hmm. the pokeball at my college campus uh they would do i would do white rice salmon sashimi avocado carrots cream cheese and teriyaki sauce i'm a big fan of the spicy salmon Mm -hmm. I just like regular, regular salmon sashimi. Mm -hmm. But Navi, what, what's your Pokeball order? Uh, I haven't had in a while because there's not any Pokeball places up here. But uh, yeah, I usually get similar stuff, though. I tend to get tofu a lot of the time. Hmm. Probably because the tofu is much safer than uh, landlocked fish. Yeah, like I'm like in the middle of nowhere. If I were to like go to say like Vancouver, like uh, I would count mm -hmm. to. Vancouver got good sushi yeah, from what I remember as a ten year old. Yeah, I would want to go to Vancouver for the sushi, for mm -hmm. sure. Anyways, because uh, I do like sashimi. It's just like it's a risk when you don't live close to. Valid. You don't want that gas station sushi. Yeah. Oh, they're so gross. Anyways, uh. Phineas thinks that mazes should be big and fun and exciting, so he's about to say his catchphrase, but Ferb says that he doesn't need to say it, and Ferb speaks in this moment. Phineas says, what you doing, Candace? And she's on roller skates and is struggling to stay on them. Candace says that she could use some practice because she's going roller skating with Jeremy. I'm like, aren't you a roller derby queen? But whatever. Uh, shout out to Naomi, our favorite roller derby mom, as we established last year. No. Um, she crashes off screen and says she's okay. Phineas then wants to get started in the maze, but he's like, where's Perry? Where's Perry? Oh, wait, no, that's the racist song. Um, remember in the Baljeet episode where he does the Baljeet wood or uh -huh. whatever the song is? And at the end, it's like, where's Perry? And I was about to say, where's uh, Perry? Because I remember the line, but I forgot it was part of the racist song. Um, anyways, Perry's in the kitchen. He puts his fedora on and goes to the lair from an exhaust pipe. He is very dirty afterwards. Major Monogram's like, hello, Agent P. And he notices that Perry is dirty. He's sorry about not cleaning the entrance in a while. And a robot gives Perry a towelette to clean him up. A, is specifically, a moist towelette. Will laugh. I also laugh, but like in my What's heart. What's your favorite dirty word of the same variety that is moist? Like... Like words that some people are like, don't say that that's gross. And then others that's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what all word like moist is the famous one that like people hate. Um, ointment is another one people don't like. I think ointment is worse than moist. But uh, I don't know. I like the word accoutrement. <laughs> is that a dirty word? No. I don't know. It just means stuff. My accoutrement. My stuff. Anyways, a robot gives him a moist toilet. Um, I think Navi's is wettest. That's her favorite 
version of that. With an H. Just Juarez. I can do it as, as well as Navi. Like ten minutes ago, Yiddies. <laughs> Big old Yiddies. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Monogram gives Perry his mission. Heinz has gone missing, and they use their global location scout to try to find him, but they can't find him anywhere in the world. So instead of Carmen San Diego, they're looking. They're playing. Where in the world is Doctor Heinz Doofenshmirtz? Uh, Heinz says in his voicemail machine, "Hello, you've reached Doctor Heinz Doofenshmirtz. I'm not here right now, or am I?" Then there's a who says, "If you're calling about the piano, it's already been sold." Monogram mm-hmm. wants Perry to find him, then wishes him good looks and salutes him as Perry has finished cleaning himself off. Ooh, that sounds... Anyways, Major Monogram has finished his briefing. Perry runs to go find Dr. Duke. Um, Phineas and Ferb have finished their maze and they're ready to test it out. Just then, Baljeet hears the word test and he's like, a test? And Phineas says, it isn't a test, but more like... like did you say test? Cheese. Did somebody say test? That's, that's Baljeet. <laughs> Um, then Buford says, did you say cheese? And Finney says mm-hmm. it was a metaphor, but then Buford says, talks about cheese and crackers and gets in the elevator to go to the maze. We also get to meet Lil Spark Melissa, uh, who is mm-hmm. Isabella's trainee, and she comes by while Melissa is talking about getting her zookeeping patch, cooking patch, and astronomy patch. Isabella tells her that she is just like herself when she was a little spark, and Melissa wonders if she can get as many patches as Isabella when she becomes can a we, girl. Can we stop down for a second? Sure. Talk about Melissa. How do we feel about Melissa? Loved her. She was like Susie without the dropkick factor. Mm-hmm. Like Susie when she's nice, and she's also adorable. I I was cool with Melissa, except like I didn't like how she disrespected our girl Isabella. That Isabella was that was getting rude. some disrespect this last month of podcasts. I also here's here's the other thing I didn't like about Melissa, and this is no fault of her own and more fault of the perverts on the internet. I wanted to look up who did the voice of Melissa, so I typed in Phineas and Ferb Melissa, and there exists fan art of this character. Oh no. Is I don't it know that it's fan I, art or is it just wholesome fan art? I didn't I didn't dig too deep. I just saw at least a couple pictures in which she looked to be teenaged. Um, so I, I figured, you know, if they're making pictures of her that are theoretically older than she is, then, and that's like in the first five pictures that come up when you Google her name, there's probably worse stuff out there that I don't want to search for. So I... Uh, have had an overall negative experience with her being on this show. <laughs> Why you gotta ruin it for everyone else, my guy? Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you're the one who Googled it. You didn't have to. I yeah. was trying to see who voiced her. You could yeah, well, you could have just looked at the end credits. I, then I have to go to the credits. It's so much easier to just Google Literally. the character's name. Well, clearly, it's just a lesson. I've learned learned my lesson. I I have learned my lesson to never Google search a cartoon character ever again. Especially not a child. How are you going to get to animated titties? Uh, Excuse me, it's Yiddies. Yiddies. Navi. Anyways. um, It's a price we're willing to pay. Melissa. are hanging out and Isabella thinks with her positive ideas she will probably even earn even more fireside patches than Isabella has 
Now, Melissa wonders if this is possible since she wants to be the best fireside girl ever and just be like Isabella. Now, they arrive, they see Phineas, Ferb, Belgique, and Buford. Isabella introduces Melissa to the squad and says that she is the mentor for the day. Uh, Isabella doesn't think that they want to know about how Isabella is the best fireside girl ever, and that's because Phineas keeps negging her. Anyways, Candace comes by and Phineas says, hello. Candace says, uh, Candace sees the maze in the backyard and knows what she has to do, but she slips on her roller skates and pulls the lever. Uh, it's a long yeah, she was summary so, of this she episode. Was so, she was so uh, uh, clumsy throughout this episode on these roller skates. Yeah, and like we saw her she as a derby been. queen. It was good. Maybe, maybe this took uh, place before the derby. If I want to uh, uh, restore some of the karmic balance and share a fun fact about Melissa, um, <laughs> So we've we've talked about before about how uh, Isabella is named after one of Dan Poppenmeyer's children. Uh, Dan Poppenmeyer's two children are named Isabella and Melissa. So it's likely that that you know they gave this Isabella's mentee the name Melissa because it's uh, Isabella Poppenmeyer's younger sibling sibling is Melissa Poppenmeyer. Did Swampy have any of his kids credited with names? Maybe I don't know what Swampy's kids' names are. I'll have to look it up. Um, then uh, uh, Candace wants the mace elevator to go down, but it won't go down. It only goes up. So Candace says they will go down. Perry arrives to dupe and Schmerz Evil Incorporated by Hoverjet. Notices a smaller version of Heinz Deep and Schmerz with a pole string. This puppet says, hello, Perry the Platypus. Sorry, I'm not here to greet you myself, but this is a trap. And Perry is trapped in a very small rocket to, and shipped off to Heinz, which is in somewhere in space. Candace wonders why there isn't an elevator that doesn't go down. Phineas says they might go down instead of going through the maze. And Candace says what he means, asks what he means by that. And uh, Phineas put in a computer, have random puzzles and brain teasers to be, make the maze a challenge. Phineas says the first one out is the smartest rat in the lab. Isabella wonders if Melissa wants to go through the maze with her, which she agrees with. The fireside girl leader wonders if Candace wants to go with her and Melissa. Candace declines, saying she can find her way out. But Melissa realizes that Candace is the one who got 50 patches in one day and runs to her. She shows her a cover of Lil Sparks magazine, which Candace is on the cover of. Melissa wonders how she did it, and Candace says it wasn't easy, but the forest fire girls really needed her. Isabella corrects her and said it was fireside girls, but Candace sarcastically said it right. Uh, Candace and Melissa go off, leaving Isabella behind, and Melissa is happy for having Candace leading them to safely. Isabella ignores her feelings and bottles them up. Buford tells Baljeet he'll do the puzzles on the TV. This is, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Reading the summary here does not, does not do this line read a summary or a, a, a justice. This line read is... Is where th this was my favorite line in the whole episode, where uh, Buford and Belgi decide to team up together on on the maze, and Buford's like, "You do." Oh, he said, "Brain teasers, huh? How about you do all the puzzles that require brains, and I'll do all the ones that require teasing." <laughs> I laughed out loud at this line. Yeah, Buford Maybe, was on fire this episode. Yeah, this was a great line. Is Buford forgetting your point? I think so. How is this number eight, by the way? Or you no, I have, you have you seen me stand up since we started? Oh, I this thought you brought the stuff with you potentially. No, this is the same cup. My Should cup, I get my another cup. a bop of the? Uh... I if I finish before a musical break, I'll go refill with the musical break. Yeah. All Should right. I? Also
do that because I already finished my angry oh, yeah. orchard heart cider Chris Apple thing. Well, we'll wait until the musical break. So, anyways, the song yeah. hey, push Belgique to scream with buttons, and the song mm-hmm. not knowing where you're going starts. And I thought this was a pretty good song. Yeah, it 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 was uh like it was very repetitive, which mm-hmm. I guess kind of evokes the the feeling of being in a maze. But uh, yeah, it was it was nice and chill. Yeah, and we I got a montage a, in here. Uh, the, Candace uh, does the Scooby Doo thing, which leaves one side and yeah. comes out on the other, and then she tries to pull herself out, and there's a baby giant baby head floating by. Um, mm-hmm. Perry is transported to space, version of Doofus Race Evil Incorporated. And he sees Doof in a spacesuit. Uh, Doof welcomes Perry to his space station, station, which he echoes, but one of them is broken. Uh, the echoes are broken. Doof and Schmitz The broken his- echo thing was a fucking funny bit. I laughed so much. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this. <laughs> is, um, I, I did, I did. It was, it was a good bit. Because it, it was always the, the second to last one. It would say a different word. Um, yeah. What a, he was like, space, 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 cookies, cookies, space. space. Um, and we got some Canadian representation because 10 years ago, Doof, um, well, so Perry sits on a chair because Heinz has to do a presentation. So 10 years ago, Doof was backpacking around Europe when he came across some Canadian college students. Dylan was the most popular one of them, but Doof was the oldest. Um, and he, we don't see the ending of the story, but when we see it, Doof finishes the story, says he is never welcome in Albania ever again. He ended up in Italy and went to the Leaning Tower of Pizza, but they didn't make pizza there. So he complains that it had pizza in the name, not realizing it was pizza, not pizza. Then he got the idea. He'd lean his building to a tourist attraction, make millions, which would finance part two of the plan, tilting every building in the world and would make the Leaning Tower of Pizza no longer special, and he'd make his building straight, and it would be the only straight building in the world, which sounds homophobic, um, uh, which he just thought of. He shows Perry the tilt. His, his building is the only building in the world that didn't go see bros. Mm. Uh, says someone on the panel who hasn't seen it yet. I'm, am I the only one who's seen it yet? I don't see movies on opening weekend. I, I don't know see what it on you. opening weekend either. It came out last weekend. I saw it three weekend, weeks ago. Okay. Before it came out? Yeah. How am I supposed to see a movie before it comes out? Please enlighten Find me. A screening. What There's what friends screenings. what friends do I have in the entertainment industry that could give me a screener before it's just I come Google down? screeners? It's not like not exclusive to California. <laughs> I'm anyway, busy. That's the problem. Sounds like an excuse for homophobia. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm just teasing. Uh, anyways, Perry the Tiltinator. Uh, he he shows Perry the Tiltinator that he would use from space. And once again, his last second, his second to last echo gets broken. He says he will need to have that checked. Meanwhile, back at the maze, uh, we see the jelly beans. And Buford is like, uh, you have to find out how many uh, jelly beans are in this jar. Baljeet is like, he's really good at that problem. He and Phineas uh, have a disagreement about 3.14 for pi, whereas Phineas says it's 22 divided by 7. Meanwhile, Buford just eats all the jelly beans in one gulp and says zero on the keypad, which opens Can the I... door. Go ahead. I've got a couple of things. One, the the more important thing, Buford is an icon in this in this scene here. He eats all the jelly beans, and then hits. There's zero jelly beans in the jar, king shit. And then Belgeet's like, "Oh, but you didn't show your work," and he's like, "I will in about twenty minutes." <laughs> That's yeah, that was probably I, the I, best I, iconic line from Buford. Second thing, and this might shock some folks. 
22 over 7 is actually closer to the value of pi than 3.14 is. What about 3.14152? Pi, if you want it to 50 places, 3.14159265358979323843283275029719375310. But no, I'm pretty sure. Are you how confident are you? You can you look it up. Sober. Go go back to the recording, listen to those 50 digits I said, and look it up online. I guarantee at least 49 of them are right. Um but uh so three uh twenty-two over seven is three point one four two eight five seven, I think is the next digit after that, but uh, but uh three point one four two eight is closer to three point one four one five nine than three point one four is. So twenty-two over seven is actually closer to pi. Um they're both about they're they're very similar uh uh approximations of pi. Um it it doesn't matter a ton. Look at us. We talked about both cake and pie on this episode. There you go. Um, also, are, are you saying in terms of like Mario's ass? Mm-hmm, is that the cake yep. we talked about? Of course. Cake. Also, I came back. I was gone, but I'm back. And I got. We're back. Did you did you leave because I started talking about math? No, I left before that. <laughs> I came back for the math talk. Okay. If it, I was about to say, if we, if we haven't got people to stop listening yet, fifty digits of pie would have would have would have done it. Yes. And now I have Young's double chocolate stout for chocolate lovers. Everywhere. Why are you going for the weak stuff? Oh. Go straight for the Jack Daniels or the whiskey or whatever. Let her. I'm not a big whiskey guy. No. Me neither. To be You're, you are an Oreo frappuccino guy. Me? Not Frappuccino, whatever the the McFlurry. Anyway. Yeah, I do. That's like the only item on the McDonald's menu I like. Everything else is poo poo garbage. Um. Anyways. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. Maybe I. Well, I I've never had Canadian McDonald's, so I. I don't know. I can't do they make the Canadian bacon uh for the Baconator or whatever for the Wendy's? Do they use Canadian bacon? Anyways. I, I don't I haven't eaten in Wendy's in a long time. We don't have one up here, surprisingly. Uh the girls, including Isabella, Melissa, and Candace, they notice a, a high wire challenge ahead. Uh and Isabella's like, I gotta patch for it twice. Um, and then Candace is like, Did you get 50 in one day? And Isabella is seething, and Candace is like, Okay. Uh Candace <laughs> tries to roll the skip. Yes, Navi. Uh, no, I was just uh, reacting to uh, Will's uh, text message in the chat there. Oh. Don't worry about it. I'm I made a classic <laughs> a, 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 the, the the classic joke about Wendy's. More like Wendy's nuts. Yeah, the whole thing. I thought Navi laughed at my impression. Did you get 50 in one day? Anyways, Candace tries to roller skate across it, and um, Isabella tells her to be cam- careful. Candace gets unstable, does a few bounces, lands safely on the other side. Uh, then Melissa tries to go on the wire, but she slips and hangs on by a hand, scaring Candace. Isabella does something quickly to save her, and uh, Melissa hugs Candace and thanks her for telling Isabella to save her. Candace told her that Isabella could not let her fall. 
Isabella is glad that she could help. Doof and Perry are in space. The tiltinator is set to a time of three minutes and 15 seconds once it is activated. Uh, Doof said even he can't stop it. He opens the door for the machine to do its job. He says it might take a while. Melissa wonders how far down is the hole they are at inside the maze. Isabella can't see the bottom because it's too dark. She says it doesn't matter as long as they get across it. Candace says they need to know how deep it is so they know how scared they should be. She throws the one grappling hook they have, and it takes three seconds for it to end. Uh, Heinz has finished opening the doors of the space station. In 15 seconds, his building will be leaning into the gleaming tower of Doofenshmirtz. There was no self-destruct button. Reverse levers are abort switches on the tiltinator. So Perry the plot of proof. It's Perry the plot of proof. Uh, Perry removed the metal stick that was holding the doors open for the tiltinator to work. The door is closed. Doof sees that the doors are closed, frantically tries to stop the machine by pressing buttons. It doesn't work. Laser shoots onto the doors, but does nothing. He opens the doors and resets the time so it can fire again. Back in the maze, Isabella says it would be nice to have a grappling hook and some rope. Candace says she knows where it is, but she had already thrown it down to the edge. So the platform beneath the girls starts to close to the wall. Candace panics and wonders what they should do. Isabella says that she was a fireside girl uh, who earned 50 patches in one day, so she should think of something. And Candace says it was fake, so she wanted to go to a concert. And if it wasn't for Isabella and Phineas the Perf, she wouldn't have done it. Melissa gasps. Uh, Candace then talks to the girl, saying that she wants to be saved. Isabella uses Candace's roller skates to twirl it around, hook it on a nearby pipe. They grab onto Isabella, fly off into the platform. Um, and Candace concedes that Isabella was the perfect firefighter girl and supposed to save them. Isabella uh, notices a lever in the middle, but she nor Candace can reach it. So they think the rope was longer than Candace's shoelaces. And uh, Melissa's so like, no, you've got two shoes, bitch. She did say That's that how part. she says it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa realizes that Candace still had the other shoelace, so she safely falls down there, uses it for extension, and pulls the lever, and the three land safely in the backyard. Um, Candace says she still has time to bust the boys before her skate date, so she goes to get mom. Isabella and Melissa walk off so the little spark can go home. Doof just finishes opening the doors on his space station again and can fire at his own building. Perry... Play, though places a snow globe that he had from earlier into the laser fire thing and makes it unstable and the laser hits the, machine, the maze, causing it to lean and go away from the backyard. Just as Candace is going to show Linda what was in the backyard. Linda says, what maze? And Candace says it was right there. Uh, Linda uh-huh. drives Candace into the house, closes the door. Perry gets back inside. The small rocket just for the space station flies off in space, leaving Duke trapped there. Uh, the maze is still rolling with the boys inside. Uh, then uh, they find a hole in the maze, stop there at Cliffside Park with no time to spare as the maze rolls down a steep hill, gets destroyed, causing the ground to shake. Buford mentions that the hill was three seconds deep. Uh, Phineas, thinks it's a good thing. Phineas thinks it's a good thing that the girls beat them out of the maze. They see Isabella loading Melissa into a little sparse bus, wave by, and say that she will see her next week. Phineas is glad everything worked out just fine. Buford echoes that he never got his metaphor of cheese, and his echo is also broken. The end. Woo! Any final thoughts, or should we go to a musical break? Um, I thought this was a fun episode. It was fantastic, uh, but then the summarizer time. on Wikipedia, because I couldn't find my notes, yeah. um, took way too long. Yeah, you can always... Here's here's the secret that, that whenever I summarize the episode, but I... Uh, um, don't want to read it all you summarize the summary and then you just like, but that uh, requires reading in advance and i didn't have time for that okay 
Yeah. Well, anyways, no. musical break. Uh, sure. I do not think you understand the concept. Last talkie, more wacky. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. Take a left or a right and just go in without really knowing. Whether marching flying, crawling, walks in a rowing. There's no surprise in life if you know where you're going. So walk around like a monkey with a blindfold on. Like an Eskimo in six months of darkness who misses the dawn. So jump in the maze, it's the latest craze. Spend your days going every which way. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. It's so much fun not knowing where you're going. I'll I'll fill up on the next one. Okay, so I'm back. Uh, I decided to make myself a rum and coke because yeah. they bullied me. Yes. I wanted to try something new. Yes. They bullied me, so I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go do my. Am I the Buford to your belgie? I will say, I don't think. Did you say they bullied me or Felipe bullied me? Felipe. Okay. Okay. I just, I just want. Am uh, I the Buford uh, to your two belgites? I just want the record to be reflected accurately. That's all. Yes. Because I, I believe my 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 quote was probably uh, hell yeah. So, uh, I know what I'm doing here. I think. You know what we're doing today? No. No, it's your turn to recap an episode, Miss Navi. Are we are we back from the musical break? No one. Yeah, Navi literally came we're... back, said I'm back, and I'm like, that's perfect. That's where I'm okay. going to cut. Okay. Wait, so but now... I thought Davis comma Will wanted to get more alcohol. No, I'll fill up on the next one. I'll be. He's I'll, still I'll be. nursing his drink. He's trying to sober up a little bit. I think. Not well. The the no. The, that defeats the purpose. Don't sober. Yeah, yeah. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. He's well, yeah, this will be an extended musical break. <laughs> no, we're gonna leave this all in. Okay. Good job. Okay, I shall return. I'm still gonna, maybe I should bring that stout back. I put it away. The main reason I was into the stout, uh, let me just grab it from the fridge. All right, okay. so the main reason I'm intrigued with the stout is because when I shake it, you can hear something in there. And I'm curious as to what's in the thing. Love it. How long are you babysitting your boss's house? Um, they come back Tuesday afternoon, so I'll be... Why do people need a house sitter if they don't have pets? Uh, because they're like, hey, you live in a shitty small apartment, want some more space for, like, a few days? I'm like, yeah. Um, I this isn't the first time I've, like, uh, house sat for them. Like, I've oh, done it... Oh, no, I know. I've done uh, it, like, for, for Christmas and, like, Easter, because, like, uh, it gets really cold up here, so, like, the pipes freeze, so, like, that's the main reason why they got me to do it, is so that, you know, I could keep the water flowing and so that their pipes don't freeze. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
Do you think they would go? But this time they just did it. Kill you in your shitty apartment or no? Huh? Do you think they would try to kill you in your shitty apartment? Um, no. Do you get the reference? Somehow I'm like their most competent employee at this point. So I think killing me would be counterproductive. But do you get the reference? Yeah, I get the reference. I'm just, um, I'm just answering the question earnestly. Like you do. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think he's going to fall asleep before the call ends? I mean, it's possible. It is 9.30, which isn't, like, late generally, but it's late for me. Yeah. I got up at, like, 5 this morning, even though I didn't have work. Just Just your biological clock. Yeah. Go on and try to tear me down. Oh yeah, I was bored and like, I remember someone, I don't know if it was like a YouTube video or like a podcast, but they were talking about like the, the, the personality type things, you know, the four letter one, I forget what it's called. Yeah, that was sure. Um, and like, I took it again. Yeah. Cause like, I usually get different answers every time I take it ever since like my homeroom teacher made us all take it for like career aptitude reasons and like I usually end up getting a different response every time um and today was no different I usually get one of four or five responses I usually get them emailed to me maybe like once Will's back we can like take a guess at which one I got have we been talking about Phineas and Ferb the whole time I was gone? Yes, we talked about which character you were most like, and we said probably uh, Ferb because he's horny on Maine. I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever been horny on Maine. Uh, have you been horny off Maine? I think everyone's been horny off yeah, Maine. Yeah, of course. What is off Maine? Like, is that in your day-to-day? And then horny on main is, like, on oh, social I media? It, I, I think, no, like, on main means, like, your main account. Like, if you, like, like people yeah. will make a backup account if they want to post horny stuff. I don't have any backup accounts uh, other than the, the big brother. Uh, I think you should leave account. Hey, don't talk, don't talk really about the, what you do in podcast Twitter like that. Yeah, well, like, that's a, that's a collaborative thing. That's the podcast Have we used thing, it recently? Not, I haven't logged into it. Not really. I, I need to. Anyways, Navi, take us to the next episode. Fine. So the episode starts off with the kids watching a Where Are They Now feature show thingy. And Lindana is the the topic of this episode. And also Candace didn't know Linda is Lindana. I didn't know Phineas and Firm knew that, to be fair, though, because I feel like they should have explained that. Wait, Uh, you didn't know that they knew that? When did they know that? They've definitely talked about it. Like when? Probably in the in the um the episode with uh, Phineas and the Ferb tones. Bow chicka bow wow. No way. Almost certainly. No way. Because they talked about being a one hit wonder, and Linda was like, "I was a one hit wonder once." I thought she said that to Lawrence. I don't know. No, they didn't. listen. This podcast has been almost two years old. Uh huh. It's a toddler. No, not yet. We're in our terrible twos, as you can not tell. Not yet.
Um, our birthday's January. Yeah, I mean, we're close to basically. Um, I forgot. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, an agent calls the house and asks Linda to do a reunion concert, and she's convinced to do so by the kids, mainly Candace. Uh, but Lawrence is a bit uh, reticent, and that's because he's insecure about not being cool enough for Lindana. And that gives the boy and that boys an idea of what they're gonna do today. So, um, is Lawrence's um, insecurity unfounded here? Um, I think the fact that he's insecure about it is definitely unfounded. I think, like, you know, they've been they've been married for how long? I think she she loves him because he's nerdy. I think I think he should embrace being who he is. Um, because she loves him for that, and he doesn't need to be any cooler to be like worthy of being married to her they just uh you know they they love each other for who they are yes that was like actually a very sincere response i was expecting snarkiness. That's, that's that's what you get after mimosa number eight is sincerity <laughs> okay that's 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 what they don't tell you about about drunk will davis is that he's wholesome as fuck what about what did i miss You'll listen to it later. Will I? I don't know. <laughs> you have to, actually. Oh, no. What did you say about your drunk Uncle Davis? No, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was speaking from the heart here about Anyways. this cartoon show. No, I, Navi asked if, if, if Lawrence's insecurity was unfounded, that he's insecure, that he's not cool enough for Linda. I mean, he's not. And I, and I said, they love each other for who they are and Valid. yeah but he's not cool he like i think linda's definitely cooler but like, she loves yeah. him because no he, because he's nerdy and uncool that's Valid. What, no yes like but there's, i'm there's, saying there's, if we're using the how i met your mother metric of reacher and right. settler mm-hmm. he's the reacher she's the settler i'm saying that she is cooler than he is but they compliment there's no such thing as being cool enough for somebody like it's like people are into what they're into and people are into who they're into and you can be compatible with somebody but it's not a it's not like a like a like a a worth thing no one person is worth more than another person that's uh just want to apologize to the listeners because this episode's already off the rails so i ended up turning my air conditioning on because it's very hot so if you hear that noise, yeah, an hour into this bullshit, we're listen. This is the longest podcast quality. in a while. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm not used to having to sit in the sweat for this long. Yeah, is this gonna be the first time in a while we've had like uh, an episode that's been over an hour? <laughs> Maybe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. Maybe right. I'm sorry. Not sorry. So Phineas and Ferb help Lawrence transform into Max Modem. <laughs> uh because uh and they're i think they're i don't have the exact quote here but they're like oh like you can just use the synthesizer and put in like the least amount of effort into your music as possible which i thought was interesting and by interesting i don't know i'm not into the music here so i don't know if that's actually true that you don't put in effort when you use a synthesizer but i'll take their word for it don't ask me ask the music man on our left who's on tinder right now or something no what do you want will i'm looking at my notes for the podcast oh. that i took 
Uh, do you use, do you do anything for synthesizing? What was Navi's question? Uh, it's fine. We can skip to the next part here. Um, so uh, Candace and Linda are at the venue and they get their make uh, like a makeover done for the performance. And then they uh, sing uh, I'm Lindana and I want to have fun, which was a fun time. Uh, is this the first time we got the full version? I don't know. This might be one of the longer times we've heard this. Um, I'm not Roxanne. I'm not Jolene. I'm not Sharon. No. Mm -hmm. But this was good. Sang I mean, by we, Olivia we Olson. Yeah. I feel like this, like, it's underrated how much this song comes up in the show. Like, I know, I know we talked about it a lot in season one of like, oh, this, this song is more iconic. I, I would go out, uh, like, I would go out on a limb to say that at least so far, this might be the most underrated song from Phineas and Ferb, only because, like, yeah, well, okay, maybe underrated. I'm sure there are some, like, one-off songs that no one remembers as being iconic Phineas and Ferb things that are probably, like, really fucking ripped, but I, I think this one is underrated in the sense that it comes up so often and people don't point it out as like one of the Phineas and Ferb songs. Like, cause like squirrels in my pants is having a fucking day on TikTok right now. And, and the platypus controlling me. Is it really? Oh yeah. Like the, when did it, what's the contest and when it came back up? Um, the, there's a trend going on right now that that people are doing a, a certain dance to it. I don't want to get into the weeds explaining it, but there's a trend going around where where people are dancing to squirrels in my pants. But like squirrels in my pants is is super popular on TikTok right now. The platypus controlling me was super popular on TikTok for a while. Um, if you ask someone to name their favorite Phineas and Ferb songs, they'll say "Get You Get You Goo" or you snuck your way to write it in my heart or fabulous or queen of Mars. But like no one's saying I'm Lindana. I want to have fun. And it comes up so often in the show. It does. Give Lindana her, her flowers. Please do. All right. Well, Phineas Ferb and Lawrence get to the venue and everyone's acting like Max Modem is like a big deal, even though they've never even heard of him before. I think one of them's like, oh yeah, I was like a background singer for him, which is like- <laughs> I opened for him in Prague. Yeah, <laughs> which was funny. And this is where we get Alien Heart, which was, I, I really enjoyed this song. Mm -hmm. It was good. I was not a fan. It was fine. I know I really liked it, but I'm also like more into this genre of songs. So. Yeah, valid. I like pop and R&B, and you're into this. Well, I like pop and R&B as well. But... No, valid, but that's my bread and butter, and you like have more uh, affinity for this genre as well, whereas I do not. Whatever genre this is, what is the genre? I would call it new wave. Mm. Okay, well, after the song, uh, Max asks out Lindana, but Lindana tells him that she has a husband back home. And then they're like, go back to being like Lawrence and Linda. And she's like, well, why did you do all uh -huh. this? And 
he's like, I, I just wanted to be cool for you. And then Linda was like, you don't have to be cool to be happy. Although Candace disagrees with that. And also we find mm. out that Lindana lip syncs and that's basically the end of this plot line. That's, so we- that's, that's one of my notes here. I, all of my other notes on this half of the episode are about Doofenshmirtz and, and, and various things. Um, but the last thing I have written here is Lindana the fraud. <laughs> what the hell? Was Lip this sync? Ashley Simpson or Jessica Simpson? Ashley Simpson on yeah. SNL, yeah. Yeah. Millie Vanilli. Um, oh my god. RuPaul. Of course, we haven't gotten a, gotten a <laughs> Millie Vanilli uh, like biopic by this point. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I who's guess gonna, who's going to play them? Um. I'm not good with actors. I would be terrible on a pitch, please. Um, they're both gonna be Keegan Michael Key, <laughs> <laughs> not Key and Peele. It's Key and Key. You know, he was the first person off the top of my head that I was thinking for one mm. of them. Um, but no, he he also uh, he also has a pretty good voice in the in the Super Mario trailer. Yeah, he actually sounds like Toad. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so on to the Doof and Perry plot. Um, Agent P gets his assignment from Major Monogram, who tells him that Doof has been playing with a hula hoop, and that's all he gets. He <laughs> says, go stop him. He's playing with a hoop. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so when uh, Agent P gets to Evil uh, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated, uh, Doof is hula hooping, and he somehow manages to get Perry to uh, hula hoop as well. And it turns out it was all just a trap just to get him to stay put here. It was a uh, pretty clever trap too. And he, he's like, yeah. put your, now put your hands up and I'll put your hands down. And then when he puts his hands down, the, the hoop constricts You him. do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around? Simon says, actually. Or do we oh, say, no. oh wait, no, I'm talking to the wrong Davis brother. Your brother would have gotten that reference. All right. Probably because uh, probably it was an inside joke with him. Mm-hmm. No, it's an inside joke to the show we cover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the point still stands. Um, all right. So um, where was I again? Oh yeah, Doof unveils the alien innator. Now the purpose for this innator is to um project alien holograms to appear to scare the public into thinking that there's an alien invasion and that Doofenshmirtz is the leader of the alien so that the public gives him power. And he's also wearing a really goofy costume. There's a lot of costumes in this episode. Perfect for spooky season, by the way. Mm-hmm. What do we think yeah. about Doof's plot here? I love the costume. I was tee-hee-heeing all over the place. Here's my one problem with Doof's costume, and I'm <laughs> sorry to pop some bubbles again. I think he's doing blackface. I thought notice, he just got a bad tan. Notice how dark his face is. I thought he got a bad tan. I don't yeah, I I hope it's a bad tan, but it's like it's like several shades darker than his normal skin tone. It's orange though. It's not like black or brown. It's I, like not I, to defend him. But. Right. I I read it as brown face. Uh I I I, too, I, like, I know that's not how it was intended. And it's probably just a mistake in the animation. But it, it, like, if someone showed you a picture of this 10 years from now and said, look at what this guy dressed up as in college, you'd be like, oh. Yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe he yeah, shouldn't I be my prime minister. Some images because I saw it as orange, but you might be right. Yeah, like to me, it like red, like brown face, but like mm-hmm. in the, the sense that he's like parodying like a Jersey Shore cast member. Mm, okay. That's how I read it as, but um, uh, yeah, you're. Well, just- and, and and like I don't know why that's 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 the thing it's yeah, like that's the, that's it's the, like, like why it, did they change it's like it's like, like did it clash with the costume yeah I don't think- I, I, like that's gotta be just like i feel like it had to be like a a, a mistake in the animation or something because like there's no there's no reason why it should be that way his his face is so dark compared to what it usually is i don't know I don't know. I I in this image it do be looking a little more brown orange cuspy than I had realized. Yeah. And uh, I, like especially I it last night it looked orange to me. Especially comparing it to what his face usually looks like. It's it's yeah, considerably darker. But yeah, I'm curious what the purpose was um of them even like doing that shading. Yeah, like not part of the did... plot. What is this doofopus? I'm sorry, this one is stressing me out. Well, I'm I'm sure we'll get there at some point. Yeah, so um, Doof uses the hologram, which starts fighting Perry. Uh, Perry def- defeats it by taking off his hat and pretending to be like a normal <laughs> animal, which confuses the alienator. Mm-hmm. Um, he then knocks over the alienator and it turns away from Doof and towards um, Lauren slash Max. And that's just kind of the end of the plot. Like towards the end of the episode, Perry returns to the family and I think that's about it, unless I'm missing something else. But different shorts, as as like as problematic as the potential brown face is, he did have a couple of really funny things in this episode. Mm-hmm. One thing was uh, I I missed the full line, but he said something about like that's a little something we learned from the diarrhea inator debacle. Uh, and he he referenced previously having a, a diarrhea innator. Um, the thing that actually made which we me didn't laugh. see, right? We never saw. that? Yeah, right, right. We've we've never. We seen did it. see the one with the episode that AJ mentioned, right? Uh, the with the birds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've we've seen the one with the birds pooping. Um, but the one that that made me laugh a lot was the fact that he went to like. He well, he had a box that said soap on it, so he could go stand on his soapbox. And then whenever he started shouting, he pulled out a megaphone and called the megaphone a loudinator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's the end of this recap. Hopefully, uh, I didn't miss anything. Uh, I'm Lantana and I want to have fun. Uh, what did you think of the alien light show? Do you think Carly Rae Jepsen should incorporate those? She had some pretty sick visuals in her show. I was I was a big fan of them. Love she them. had a cool projector behind her. I love how Navi did her recap in like 15 minutes and I did like mine in like 35. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I took notes. Um, and I took like, notes too. I literally not- just don't think I saved them. Well, like, and also, like, I don't know. I think that, like, the the pe- thing that people are here for is to hear our thoughts about the episode. Like, if mm-hmm. they wanted, like, a full beat-by-beat recap, they would just watch the episode. So I'm trying yeah. to keep it here, folks. Yeah. Also, usually the summaries on the wiki are not that detailed. 
So mm-hmm. I was surprised at how detailed this one. Also, yeah, I I took notes and then um I don't know what happened. If I maybe if I had just even had time to rewatch the episode when I got home, which I didn't have time for, and that's fine. Uh, it would have been easier to like just like even if it was like a double speed click through sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But whatever i love anyway. how we're i love how we're giving feedback about the podcast that we're on still on the podcast <laughs> that's not a joke i the way the way i said that sounded like i was being like shady towards us uh i meant that sincerely i think it's funny <laughs> well on a scale of one to ten how drunk are you right now uh six i don't know where were you at the start four oh so you're more drunk now maybe i mean i've had another Abby, drink what about since you? Then. I don't feel that drunk. I'm just mostly tired at this point. Valid. I don't Anyways, want to go. Musical break, so now we can go to bed. And now, the band you've been waiting for, Max Modem and the Mainframe. I think my girlfriend is a lady. Invading force from planet. Said she was from out of town, but I know what she meant. I know she's from another galaxy. I don't know just what she's doing with me. She treats my love like a science experiment. Hubble bubble. Does she love me for who I am? Or does she want to put my brain in a can? We're back. Will take us through the feedback. Oh, we're and back. And we're feeling we're, we're back. back. Okay. Are wild. Uh, gmail.com. Are you going to read our password on air? No, because I can do it without typing in the password. Here. Oh, so. Okay. I wasn't prepared for this, but couple questions from Giovanni. First one, what is the Mount Rushmore of Phineas and Ferb catchphrases? What you doing? What you doing's got to be on there. I mean, we did name the show after What You Doing. Perry the Platypus, maybe? I don't know. Um, curse you, Perry the Platypus, maybe? Yeah. Or um, mm. Where's Perry could be up there. Oh, There You Are, Perry, I think there is better. Par- yeah, I think There You Are, Perry's better. Um, um, Mom, no. <laughs> Um, um, uh, aren't you a little young? Yeah. Uh, I don't, there might be others that are, uh, I'm just trying to think. Doofenshmirtz, uh, Perry Doofenshmirtz, the Platypus? Yeah, I think, Perry I think. Perry the Platypus. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated is probably up there. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Um. I know what we're going to do today. 
Yeah, Chris, that's that's got that's that's got to be on there. I, I'd say what you doing? Uh, I know what we're gonna do today. Aren't you a little young? Oh, there you are, Perry. And, and then you, Perry the platypus. I think we need a doof quote there. Yeah, I was I was gonna say curse you, Perry the platypus. Curse you, Perry the platypus. What you doing? Oh, there you are, Perry. And I know what we're gonna do today. Are those the four? Those are my four. Sounds good. Navi, any quibbles? No. No. Okay. What's the next question, William? The next and final question is: Do zebras wear pajamas? I don't know where this one comes from, other than Giovanni. Um, perhaps this was an episode, uh, a reference in the episode I missed. Perhaps this was a Renap reference that I missed. Um, was, oh no! I was about to say, wasn't there a book called "The Zebra in the Striped Pajamas"? But that is not nope. a book. That's very different. That nope. is very, very different. Not, not the same. <laughs> not now, be laughing. Uh, so. I'm sorry, but just like thinking about like everything that happens in this book, but with the zebra, just makes it like ten times funnier. I'm sorry. We have a few segments on this show. The first of which is, what playlist would you put these songs in? Uh, so we got a few songs. We got the Maze song, the one where you're not going anywhere. What do you think about this? I'd be honest here. Go for it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to lie to me. Not yeah, on well, air. Yeah. I, I, why? Why would I do that? Uh, I am admittedly not a playlist person. That's, That's like a lot of effort. <laughs> now, so now we've been like, holding this secret back for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just never been like into making a playlist. I'll, like I'll start and I'm... then I'll get, like three songs in and I'm like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'll just like shuffle through my like songs or whatever. I'm not a mood playlist person. But I have like one playlist that I will make that's like a selection of my liked songs. This year my playlist is called Engineering My 2022 Spotify Wrapped. And it has exactly a hundred songs in it. Uh, so I, I listened to that playlist and those hundred songs are probably going to be my top hundred songs of the year. I love a good playlist. Uh, I used to do college radio, so I would make playlists for when I would sub shows and then also host shows. Um, so I have like a number of playlists on Spotify, probably over 50. Um, some of them are just literally every single song by one artist. Cause I don't care to like go through their page. Uh, like I have a re playlist. I have, um, uh, I have a Glee a Glee Jam playlist that is like 70 hours long um, because it's the Glee cast catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my top five. Speaking of which, playlist. Amber Riley on The Masked Singer? Question mark. I've seen tweets about it, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't watch her. I, I saw one, I saw one clip on TikTok of Kevin McHale, who plays Artie, stitching a video of this character on The Masked Singer. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Did you see her. his interview about Leah Michelle? No. Where someone asked if she, he's going to go see her on Broadway. And he's like, we don't really talk that much. I'm sure she's effing killing it. She's very talented, regardless of what you think of her. Um, huh. That was about it. It's pretty um, tame. I thought it was going to be a lot more explosive. To be no, um, but I'm excited for his Glee rewatch podcast with Jenna Ushkowitz part two, because they started mm-hmm. this on Showman's and then Naya Rivera passed mm-hmm. away. And I think they just like paused because they were like, I don't have the emotional. Can you call it? Uh, maybe they've discussed this on the choir room before. Uh, can you call it a, a Glee Watch podcast? 
I guess they could. You should call in and let them know um, that there's that idea. But anyways, um, what I was saying. Oh, so that's a question for Nathan for you to ask about Amber Riley. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, I also have a top five baby playlist, which like five of my favorite artists and then my mm-hmm. top 10 favorite songs by each of them. So it's like mm-hmm. Bruno Mars, Jordan Sparks, Rihanna, who's my number one. Did um, I ever tell you I saw Bruno Mars live? We can talk Ooh, about How is that? His it was what? really fun. I, oh, I saw him live. Oh, he's a great performer. I'm seeing Elton John next month, which I'm super excited. And I don't know how I'm going to get tickets to Rihanna's football concert, but I would like some. One of my uh, one of my classmates, friends, coworkers went to the Elton John concert that was at the White House a couple weeks ago. Wow. Fun. I saw him in Boston a couple years ago, and then I think I'm literally going to be at his last U.S. show. Potentially his last show until he comes back out of retirement. So that's exciting. And it's going to be at Dodger Stadium. Speaking of reading, better or worse than reading The Maze? Uh, better. Navi? Worse. And better or worse than reading uh, Making Your Dad a Has-Been Pop Star? Worse. I think it'd be kind of funny if my dad was a has-been pop star. No, I would be worried about my dad saying some stupid stuff. <laughs> Not not like not him getting canceled, like just saying like, uh, kind of being a fool, mm-hmm. embarrassing you. Yep, mm-hmm, that. Uh, speaking of, I saw Will's dad post on his Facebook about the Carly Rae Jepsen concert. He's like, "It looks like you're having a great time or something." I think that was. What your you're friends with? You, th- with you thought that dad? was my dad? That's my grandpa. Oh, Navi, now you doxing Will's grandpa. Well, when you put it stuff cut in it out, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. The dedicated fans can find my grandpa, but uh, it was Wait, actually honestly, it was honestly, honestly, grandpa? honestly, it was probably my grandmother posting from my grandfather's That's account. That's so wholesome. Yeah, she has her own Facebook, but she only posts from his. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? <laughs> Uh, so Navi, can we make our own Facebook and then I will post from it, or you can post from it? We should should we do a what you do in Facebook account? Are you gonna get one of those like joint married Facebook accounts where you put both of your names as the first name and your last name as the last name? Navi Felipe will. That's uh, how you. That's David how you. Ball. That here's the thing: if we make a joint Facebook account, we're destined to break up as podcasters. No, <laughs> that's how you know it's gonna fail. Sorry, sorry to all the fans out there who have joint Facebook accounts, but like it's your own. You're you're both people. Yeah. It's 2022. Did Doofenshmirtz impress his professor with the Leaning Tower of Pizza? No. <laughs> I don't think so either. This one was kind of <laughs> like he impressed me in the sense that I laughed, but <laughs> it was pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Especially <laughs> it's gonna grow moot by the time he gets through the entire plan because then it's just gonna be stand out again on its own yeah but i aspire to be as strongly willed by some emotion as he is by pettiness yeah yeah but it's also very effortful and like it will ultimately be for naught if he actually went through with it <laughs> What about this this aliens thing? Do you think that's impressive? I don't think she's impressed by the costume. 
Yeah, I don't I think, think no. I think she's impressed by his costume design because he's usually so much more mechanical and he did something with fabric this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you it think, looks stupid. She he, she takes this shit very seriously. He impresses <laughs> Professor, but only if his professor's Tim Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say David Duke. <laughs> Why would I say that? Because you said he was a blackface. We have five tiers on this podcast in which we put every episode from the top to bottom. They are the Queen of Mars. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. Satellite fell to Earth and busted. We've got a little bit of old business to take care of. I'm I'm surprised we didn't do this at the start of the pod. Yeah. Navi, uh, so we have last week's episode, She's the Mayor and the Lemonade Stand. Do you have any thoughts on where those go for you? Um, they're both in okay. Um, I thought they okay. were pretty good. I think Stacy helped elevate the episodes because otherwise I probably would have put them in satellite filters. Yeah. Will and the red <laughs> notifications stress me out for both his email and another social media app that I won't dox. Yeah, twelve thousand two hundred. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry that I can't check all the goddamn Wario Casino things in the Discord. Mute. The mute button is your friend. Also, you should turn off some of these things. Put them in the notifications. No, what the? Yeah, no, bro. You need to. You need to learn how to use the mute button. This is stressing me out. I mean, you can also funny. turn off well, red that you don't care about. I mean, a- here's here's the thing, I just don't care. Yeah. It's not going to bother me because I never really look at it. Oh yeah, now this that week. Sad. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, it was going to be something down. because while you were gone, we were talking about the the Myers Briggs, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. look back, you can both take guesses as to which one I got this time. Oh, were I? Oh, I thought you were saying you were gonna guess what I was what while I was gone. Okay, well I can guess yours too. I um, don't know them very well, but um, Navi is definitely definitely I before E. No, except question. after T. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is N or S. I don't know what either of those mean. Um, it's like intuitive versus like sensitive like sensation or sensory or something like that. ASMR? This, this doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no one no one cares what drunk yeah, So we've me. been trending like, upwards like, in terms of our listenership. How much of a hit do you think we're going to take this week? I'm sorry. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. There's then uh, N or S, which is uh, sensing or intuition. And then there's TRF, which is thinking or feeling. And then there's JRP, which is judging or perceiving. I'm going to guess that Navi got ISTP. No, ISTJ. Um, all right. So um, let me see here. Um, no, this time I got INTP. Yeah, there you go. But I think I got ISTG the last time I took the quiz, like two years mm-hmm. ago. So I used to I or T, and then I don't yeah. know what these are. Because I and T are pretty straightforward. The other mm-hmm. two, not so much. Yeah. I think that Will is. I forgot. ISTJ. <laughs> I, I switch between INTJ and INFJ all the time. I don't. Okay. Um, What's Felipe? 
bored. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Felipe is uh, ESFJ, I think. That's my guess. I don't know what that means, but sure. Okay. We call it Maze. <laughs> we call it Maze. I will go first because I've already put it in the spreadsheet. I uh-huh. thought this was a yummy, yummy, yummy episode. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it on... I enjoyed it more on the second viewing only because on the second viewing was after mimosa number four. Uh-huh. Um, it was, it was fun. I, I laughed out loud at a lot of things. I love Buford's thing with the jelly beans. Uh, this was, this was fun. This was fun. Nobby, where Bobby do you have paste it for me? Cool. Nobby, what do you have? Oh, I have it in yummy, yummy, yummy as well for the cool. same reason you both. Are you going to scold Navi for making you add more lines to the spreadsheet, or do you like her more than me? Um, I think that's... I, I'm, I, I think... You asked two different questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm uh, not in the mood to get annoyed right now. <laughs> He's like 10 mimosas deep now. Yeah. Treat yourself. Uh, well, I, I don't know if that, that wasn't the entire reason why I didn't put this in Queen of Mars, but the next time I put this in Queen of Mars, I got to make another row in the spreadsheet. I got to make <laughs> so something's going to be really fucking good for me to put it in Queen of Mars. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't decided where I'm putting ladies and gentlemen, me, Max Modem. Why don't you go first and tell me? I think I'm putting it in okay. I think it's better than the lemonade stand and that's just my barometer right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm honestly tempted to put this in busted because of the brown face. But is it confirmed but brown like, face? But it looks that's, like orange that's face to is me. Is it still. actually brown face? There are some things I thought were funny. Remove the brown face part of it out. Where would you put it? And then you can factor in. I'm just curious, like for my own reasons, not in terms of the spreadsheet. Yeah, I would probably still put it in okay. I don't think it was as good as the maze episode. Uh, but I do think it was better than all the things we watched last week, which I put in okay. So I, I'll I'll put this in okay, and then do some more research, and 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 if we need to cancel it, we'll cancel it and bust it. Navi, where do you have this? Well, first off, should I crack open this double chocolate stout? Yes, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, and as for where I'm putting it, I'll put it in yummy, yummy, yummy. I had a fun time with it. God damn it. Now I got to add another row. (laughs) That one was for Felipe. Okay. That's where where I put it. But also, uh, we are moving on now to our segment where we're given points. Who won the episode? Um, Doofenshmirtz still has a slight lead over Candace. He's got a four-point lead over Candace. He has 19 points. Candace has 15. Ferb is the closest in third with 10. But we have some old business to take care of. The first old business. Do you have points to give for she's the mayor in the lemonade stand? Yeah, give them both to Stacy. She was my favorite part of both of those episodes. I also think I almost did the same last time. I never. I gave one of them to Stacy last time, 
gave the other one to the You the wasted her on that old coot who was boring. So with that, that means Stacy <laughs> is actually up to third place tied with Ferb with 10 points. Wow. Um, so wow. We can start on this week's episodes. This week I uh we call it Maze. I hinted at this earlier. Buford's Buford fucking killed this episode. Buford deserves the credit. He ate all the fucking jelly beans and hit zero. He had the line about how he was going to show his work in 20 minutes. He said, I'll, you do the brains, I'll do the teasing. He had the thing about cheese. This, this was all Buford for me. Felipe, what do you think? Uh, I'm giving it to Melissa. I think Buford's a great shout, but Melissa was a queen. And I don't know how many more opportunities I'm going to have to give her points. So I'll tell you how many. Zero. Okay, perfect. She's in three more episodes, and they're all cameos. Navi, what do you have? Yeah, so I was between Melissa and Buford. And I did kind of want to give it to Melissa, but I'm kind of glad Felipe did because I'm giving it to Buford. He was just, mm-hmm. he was easily the best part of the episode for me. Yeah, I think I think Melissa's a fine one point here, but any more than one point is too much for her. Uh, I think like, Buford, this is probably the upwards trajectory that I, I remember when we started mm-hmm. the podcast, I was like talking about like some of the recent stuff that I'd seen Phineas and Ferb wise. And I feel like this was closer to the Buford that, uh, you see in Candace against the universe and in the Marvel one and the mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars one. So I think they're starting to figure out how to implement Buford the best. Mm-hmm. I was, I was honestly between Buford and Isabella because Isabella put up with a lot of bullshit and disrespect mm-hmm. from Melissa. Remind me, you also almost gave Buford your point last week for like one line with the lemonade stand. Oh yeah. It was, it was probably something funny. He's, he's got some good one liners these days. Uh, but I, I I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. Um, ladies and gentlemen, meet Max Modem. I give my point to Lawrence. He he doesn't get a whole lot of points. He was kind of the star. He got to become a pop star to impress his wife. I I think this was uh, good points for him. I I if not for the if not for the potential brown face, I think I would have given it to Doof, just for his line about. Uh, the the diarrheanator and calling a megaphone a loudinator, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'll give it to Lawrence. Doof Doof lost a point for me this episode. He could have had it. He fumbled the or, ball. Or, or, right maybe, or maybe the, the, the animator zone. the animators fumbled the bag for him. But the the but the yeah I, I think Lawrence Lawrence uh, came out on top. Had a great showing. I'll, I'll give it to him. Felipe, who do you have? Um, I was also leaning Doof, and now I feel like I can't because I don't know if that was brown face or not. No, and go ahead. You can. You can. No, 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 no. Just know, just know what you're giving it to. Mm-hmm. No, so I think I'm going to give it to Lindana um, because she's a queen and needs more points. And, and she wants to have fun. So, yes. Uh, also, uh, Will, you need to put MJC in the Wizard of Oz column. Wizard of Oz column. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. that That's what happens whenever the, like, uh, uh, is he not? He has what one. Are you, what, are you, what are you talking? No, because you see how it says with Sarah. Oh, with I, see, I see. I see. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Nobby, who do you have? 
Um, I'm also gonna give it to Linda. She it was like she just had a really solid episode. Plus, I really like the line of where Candace is like, but you're Linda and you want to have fun. And she's like, and now I'm Linda and I wanna uh eat this broth or whatever or stir I want I wanna stir broth. Yeah, that was that was a good line. That is mm-hmm. that that did make me laugh a lot. Not yeah. too late to change your point from Lawrence to Linda. No, I think I I like you. Lawrence points are going to be few and far between. Yeah. I, I think I think I want to give him one while I can. Uh, so so Doof and Candace are still at the top with 19 and 15. Ferb and Stacey with 10. Carl Perry and Baljeet with 8. Isabella with 7. Linda moved up two spots to be tied with Irving with 6. Man, we gave Irving way too many points. I don't know no, how he got. I think I've given him zero. Points. I think. Well, Have yeah. I th- well, I think. I think they came from like two oh, episodes. There, like, there were some episodes he's gotten two in, like a couple times. Like he's few and far between. But when well, Navi loves Irving, him. so anytime she sees him, she was often going to give him a point. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm unapologetically an Irving stan. That's fair. That's fair. I, well, I, I, I like. I, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm surprised that he and and Linda are tied. That's all. Uh, Vanessa Doofenshmirtz and Susie Johnson have four. Can we ask who you're surprised doesn't have more points? Yeah, because for me it's nosy. I tried to give him well, one so many times, and no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm actually shocked that like someone like uh, Phineas, uh, like the yeah. star of the show Phineas, uh, yeah. and also. Uh, Where's Perry? Oh, Perry's at eight. Never mind. Yeah, Perry. Perry's pretty high. I think. I think Phineas is the one who is in enough things and doesn't have a ton of points. On it. I, well, I, he I, was top billing. Usually, the person he, who has like top billing is he not. He, like, he is. He is the 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 like proverbial straight man of the show. Like, but also Buford. I think Buford's another one that might start rising now. But I feel like Buford mm-hmm. and Phineas are the big ones to me. Um, Are you a? Is that your like astrological sign? You're a Buford rising. <laughs> Me? No, please. I'm like a Belgeet rising. Um. Yeah. I'm I, a Candace Sun, probably. I think we we have a lot of people who have one and two points that are like one-off characters that we wanted to honor in some way. Um. But yeah, I I think Phineas is probably the one who who I'm surprised doesn't have more points. I just realized Meep did not sweep. Why did I think Meep swept? Uh, and why did Isabella get a point? I don't remember. Anyways, that's not the podcast that we're on. Uh, well, next week or next time, time is a flat circle. Next, next time, we have the episode Nerds of a Feather, which I uh, think I was conflating with an iCarly episode and thought it was a... a, a drake and josh thing but they're they're at the comic-con and there's the argument between the the sci-fi fans and the, the high fantasy fans it's very reminiscent of the iCarly episode where all the all the seti fans and the credit fans are are arguing um but and and uh we may have a potential maybe okay so we were supposed to have alec hester on the podcast but he his life is too chaotic right now i did check in with him we might have okay. another guest we won't announce just to not get people's okay. hopes up. Then, but... then let's 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 cut this out. And not say we have yeah. a guest, and if yes, we have a maybe, guest, and maybe the guest is us. Yeah. Well, I I don't want to like say, hey, we could have the we could have had this guy. Our guest be here. potentially could be Oppo. Yeah. Uh, well, I I just don't want to say like, 
Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put out there. Hey, this person's not going to be here. I'm not going to name the guest. I'm just going to. I know Alex said originally we were supposed to have. Right. Alex. I, right. I'm just. I'm just saying. Cut out the last 45 seconds of what we said. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah, Felipe famously does not cut out anything in this podcast. <laughs> That's such a lie. I cut out a lot of stuff. Next episode, we have nerds of a feather it's where they're at the comic-con and it's got the the sci-fi fans arguing with the like high fantasy lord of the rings fans you've already described this multiple times yeah i'm giving you an opportunity to cut that earlier shit out i'm a professional (laughs) says the one who's drunk on the podcast yeah and i'm still fucking professional we gave up professionality a long time ago probably when i turned the ac on I've never Anyways. been on this podcast. No, Navi, you have to come back. We need you. You can follow me anywhere at Davis Comma Will. Uh, if you want to listen to me outside of the podcast, I don't know why you would, but you can find me on Everyone and Their Brother podcast with my biological brother, Sam, and my good friends and fraternity brothers, TJ and Robert, uh, over at EATV Podcast. I know for months I've been saying the Ampies are coming up, but we at least we are we are very close to the the ampies will be the next to next episode that comes out. the next episode that comes out will not be the ampies the one after that will be the ampies we've got categories planned we've stuff is in the works the clip show is going to be you saying the ampies are coming and it's just going to be like probably this like, yeah it's usually a thing that happens like during award season i think it usually happens around february but uh why don't you, know, you just hold two, off until next year's ampies two of my co-hosts got married in the last five months what? uh that's not true well okay one of them got married the other one had a wedding sorry for the technicality okay but uh uh yeah so you know it's happening pop culture plug i went to a carly ray jepson concert it was fucking great uh, she also just released a new single called The Loneliest <laughs> Time featuring Rufus Wainwright. It, so good. Is, it is a single from the upcoming album called The Loneliest Time. It's really good. It's it's like Wait, chill, you're talking about Rufus Wainwright, like vibes. the Shrek guy? This is my plug section, damn it. <laughs> the Shrek guy? Who sings Go ahead, Will. Finish your plug. <laughs> uh... Go check that single out. The album comes out October 21st. I'm very excited for it. Um, at least three of the four singles that have come out, I've been a huge fan of. Um, Which one so did you not? The one you're not, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not huge on Western Wind. It's fine. Was um, that the one you said it freaking rips, the guitar solo? No, no, no. The one that freaking rips is Talking to Yourself. That one, that one I'm huge on. Western Wind is a song that kind of, it, it's, it's a little reminiscent of Solar Power by Lord. Yeah. Um. It's it's fine, but it it, it but uh, the other three like, have have really yeah. hit for me so far. Yeah, I agree. I liked it when it came out, but then when I heard the other singles, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, the by comparison, this is like not right. The same. Yeah. Right. She also she also played another song at the concert that was uh she's not gonna release it a single, but it's on the album. It's called Go Find Yourself or whatever, and that mm-hmm. was like very like back to her like first album roots like acoustic Ooh. stuff um and it was it was it was pretty good i all all i i enjoyed it in the moment but i i admit that you know i was very hyped during the concert so i'll i'll reserve my judgment for when it comes out but mm-hmm. uh check out her new single and her new album um yeah i'll leave my plugs there i i think i had something else planned but i'll i'll leave it there
Navi. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I was going to ask, how do you feel about Carly and Taylor releasing their album on the same day? I will said- listen to Carly's first because I feel like that's funnier. I know you were asking Will, but I feel like so many people were said it for Taylor that I think it would be funny if I went to Carly first. Uh, well, she actually said during the concert, she's like, I've got a new album coming out on October 21st. And if you forget what day it is, it's the same day that Taylor's album's coming out. Um, even though, like, Carly definitely announced her album first. Yeah. I just think she's not at all on Taylor's radar, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, more for me. Um, I think if if she were a a like more mainstream artist, then Taylor probably would have planned around it and not released her album on the same day. But uh, you know, it's fine. It's it's not gonna affect me any. Mm-hmm. All right. Waiting well, for the Rihanna album. Navi. Okay. Um, you can follow me on social media at Cause I'm Navi. Um, as for my pop culture plug, uh, Mob Sega 100 and Spy Family are back this fall. Uh, fall TV in general has been pretty loaded. Uh, and especially if you're an anime fan of animation and specifically anime, it's a good time. Good time to be alive. So those are my I'm pop culture. Cinnamon roll? No, no, it's crunchy roll. Sure. Uh, Felipe. Navi, uh, question though, what, uh, how's the Naruto minute? I didn't. I do the Naruto minute earlier in the episode. I don't know if we were recording at that point. Okay. Well, uh, I was bored at first, and then like canon stuff happened. Oh uh, yeah, we talked about the presidents. Yeah, the um, the big bad is fighting the ninja presidents, um, and Naruto is fighting uh, some other people with like this other ninja that likes to rap and that's it killer b all right you can follow me at brazil dragon pod on all social media uh that's the main space that i would like you all to follow you can also uh follow my main at what the fleep if you really care Uh, most importantly go support our podcast adventures apple podcast ratings and reviews help for both this Brazilian Dragon Podcast, everyone and their brother it helps attract new listeners. Uh, right now on the Brazilian Dragon, we're focused on the Si Se Puede series, which is winding down, but I announced on the latest episode that it is not going to stop just because Latine and Hispanic Heritage Month is ending. It just won't be as prominent and the sole focus of the podcast like it has been for the last month. Uh, we just released an episode with Katia Martin, who played Juana Sanchez on Promised Land. Uh, we got a couple more interviews in line, some exciting ones. Again, it won't. the last episode won't be October 15th. It's going to be a series whenever I feel like having an interview slash is able to schedule an interview with people. Because um, we had some exciting guests lined up that weren't able to make it work in this timeline. So that's another reason. But uh, we are going to do some Halloween stuff, including a Return to Halloween Town podcast with the great Kate Evans the first guest of this podcast, Kate Evans. And that's going to be coming to your feed shortly after, as well as a long-awaited High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three finale podcast, and Total Drama Island season one finale podcast. Uh, My pop culture plug, uh, I haven't been a good Samaritan to the Latino community with these two projects lately. I have not seen Werewolf by Night yet. It looks scary, and I need to watch it during the daytime because I'm a scaredy cat. 
And then also Andor, I'm a couple episodes behind, but go support these Latino storytellers on Disney Plus. So that's my pop culture plug. Any final thoughts? What is our hashtag? Animated Yiddies? Sure. This has been What You Doing Podcast. Until next After time. Hours. Corn dog, corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. I'm not Aline, I'm not Sharon And I don't want to study, work, or stay at home If we're gonna if we're gonna get into King Bob discourse, I've got to be recording this for posterity. Should we should we um just start the episode and then we're here well, here we are in media res. No, we are not because I need I need editing reasons. Uh, but Navi can start the episode if she wants or will. I okay. cannot start the episode. Fine, I'll start the episode. What you doing today? I know, you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.